The closure of Silicon Valley Bank of California and Signature Bank in New York started a firestorm of speculation, which has led to many questions about safety and soundness of financial institutions around the country. Today, we're talking with Triangle Credit Union CEO and President Scott McKnight about the recent bank closures and how that impacts those who bank there and the banking industry in general. You're listening to Triangle's Making Money Personal Podcast, where we engage in real talk about financial matters that affect our community. Today's episode is sponsored by Triangle Credit Union, recently voted Best Credit Union in New Hampshire. Good afternoon, Scott. Thank you so much for joining us today um, to talk about what has just developed over uh, early last week with uh, Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank. So we appreciate you being here. Glad to be here. I think this is a very important subject to talk about so that people understand what's going on, um, really get to the the truth of of, uh, the difference between that particular bank um, and other banks and and also credit unions. So I'm glad that uh, we could do this to help out our membership. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I think the first thing that we kind of wanted to bring up to you, um, Scott, was just kind of to go over a little bit about what what was really going on with Silicon Valley Bank and, you know, what what's the story there? Because there's all kinds of information flying around here and there. So maybe just to help people understand initially, like what what's happened. Do you mind giving a, a little bit of an explanation as far as you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh Silicon Valley Bank was definitely very different than um, most banks. Uh, they really uh, focused in their niche was on um, tech, high tech um, industries, uh, startups, and they were capital venturous. And so that was a big part of what their makeup was. If you go to most community banks, they're not into that. They are, or credit unions, it's all focused on you know, helping the community um, obtain cars, mortgages, um, HELOCs, uh, credit cards that going down that avenue. Uh, Silicon Valley uh, Bank, they were focused again, like I said, was um, looking at startup companies, what they could they could do, um, the tech industry. They were all in, um, out on the West Coast, but they were also, they had uh, multiple branches here in uh, the Massachusetts area as well. And that probably makes sense if you think about like some of the colleges that we have uh, in Massachusetts. So I think it's really important that we distinguish between their business model versus our model here at Triangle Credit Union. And what we do is, uh, you know, as our uh, all our members know, is we go ahead and we lend out for cars, uh, automobiles, uh, for uh, mortgages, uh, for personal loans, uh, HELOCs, like I had mentioned. And so our model, uh, we actually end up um, by getting more, uh, I guess, cash flow is the best way. If, if people have listened to what uh, the news in the media has been talking about, a lot of it had to do with liquidity and problems they ran into with liquidity. And I won't get too much into the details on it. I think most people can um, do their own research on it. Most of my information I, 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 I use from Bloomberg. Um, I like uh, Bloomberg uh, with um, basically in the morning with surveillance. And so um, that's where I get a lot of my information. 
And, and so what happened with um, Silicon Valley Bank is they ran into a liquidity problem. And that's because uh, their loans that they get, they lent out had longer term maturities. And so therefore, they weren't getting a lot of the money that what is amortizing the principal. They weren't getting that a lot, a lot of that back. And then also on top of that, they had loaned, uh, they had invested uh, which m most financial institutions have, they invested into long-term bonds as well. And so they went ahead and they, they did that. So the amount of cash they were coming in for the liquidity resources wasn't there. So they did try to generate more liquidity. Um, and, and, and again, I'm not going to get too much into that, but that's really where the problem, they ran into their problem uh, problems from that standpoint. The credit unions, they're much different. Our models, whether it's Triangle or other credit unions, their model is much different. And when we look at the consumer loans, typically those, there's a lot that um, the principal is, is being paid. And the average, I would say probably the average uh, maturity of those loans are anywhere between three years and, and um, three and a half years. Mortgages are longer, but again, there's a steady flow of cash coming back in and then it gets uh, sent back out there. And so that is the difference between uh, Silicon uh, Valley Bank and um, Triangle Credit Union and, and other credit unions and community banks as well. So I think that's really important to distinguish between the two uh, just because of its um, the models are very, very different. From, from my perspective, Scott, from what you just said, it sounds like when you are a community credit union or a bank and you are lending out for automobiles, you're lending out for mortgages, you're lending out for personal loans, you have more diversification than what SVB had on, on, for their portfolio. You're, you're absolutely correct. Yeah, uh, it, it definitely, uh, the diverse whether it's the uh, loan or the investment portfolio, uh, the maturities, yeah, definitely um, that is typically uh, typical with most credit unions and, and community banks and other banks as well. And it sounds to me also like, you know, if you are, uh, you know, if you're concerned with safety and soundness, then you would want diversification in your loan portfolio, right? I mean, that makes just good banking sense. And, and that has always been, our model um, here at the credit union, I mean, we've been around since 1939, uh, and we've seen a lot of interesting events over that time. I haven't been here that long, um, but I've been here since 93. And so we've definitely seen a lot of different uh, scenarios that have taken place in the economy. And because of our diverse portfolio, whether it's the products or the maturity in the same maturity dates. And also with our investments, we have investments and it's short term. Um, we did not put things um, longer term. That's just part of our, our model. So that has really enabled us uh, to be able to have that liquidity we need um, just to keep on running. Although, you know, for most of the community uh, banks and um, for credit unions, um, and, and again, I'll speak for Triangle Credit Union, regulators are in here uh, quite often and, and, and they're doing their job, right? And, and, and they will go ahead and they'll look for uh, systemic risks. And, and so we don't, you know, we're, we're in good shape. We're, we're very solid. Um, 
with our practices and there's no concerns on that. So, but going back to your, your question, Terry, on, you know, having the diversi uh, diversification in um, what we either invest in or we lend out. Yeah, absolutely. That is critical. And, and we've always done that. And that has really helped us get through um, difficult times with not really having a lot of disruption to our operation. That's phenomenal, too. Were you here um, around the time of 2008 when that whole thing happened? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 2008. But also I'll go back to 99 with a dot com uh, bust. And, oh, and right. Yeah. So, you know, again, we've stayed true to our business model of, of really being there for the community, helping out the community as much as possible. And and, and we really did not struggle during those times. Um, and, and again, it's because what we do is we, we continue to lend out to our, um, our, our communities, um, Southern New Hampshire and Northern Mass. Uh, we, we, you know, we, we continue to give them the products, uh, they need, um, whether it's adjustable or fixed, they're, um, straightforward, uh, products. And, and I, and that has really helped us not get into complex lending, uh, keeping things very sim uh, simple. And the same thing with our business members as well. Uh, our business members, uh, we, we uh, that portfolio is, is, is very diverse, whether it's for uh, real estate, whether it's for equipment, whatever the case is, uh, we are very conservative in our underwriting and making sure that we're serving the community. And we're also making sure that there is no concerns or credit risk uh, associated with our loan products. Is there any direct impact to Triangle Credit Union and our members um, from the results of, of last week? No, absolutely not. Um, again, we look at the different business models. Um, the credit union will continue to do what it's been doing uh, through all these different crises. And this isn't really even a crisis. Um, I think this is uh, there's a lot of attention that's being done, you know, that is being focused on uh, the situation. It makes sense. Um, but for us, uh, the um, NCUA, we're insured just like the FDIC for our banks. Uh, NCUA also has the same insurance policy for our depositors. And so, uh, again, uh, there's no problems or concerns with that. Um, and, and so as it was last week, last month, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, uh, the deposits are still safe and sound here at the credit union. I, I just, one of the things I would like to add to is uh, there has been a lot of communication um, that has been given out. It's something I personally feel is important for the membership as stewards of the credit union. And I've said that before in other uh, podcasts. It, it's, I feel an obligation and a responsibility to the membership, making sure that you have the information and some places, uh, some financial institutions aren't doing that. I feel uh, transparency is really important. And so there has been a lot of communications going out so that you understand what's important because it really leads into is there's a lot of different media resources that people can obtain information. And what I have found, and I, and I said this before, is I found that I trust uh, the economists and the, the special guests um, with Bloomberg. I've found that they to be, them to be very reliable. Um, 
and, and so really trying to get to the um, really a, a good understanding of the whole situation uh, is real important. When you're going to other avenues, maybe it's YouTube or Twitter, you know, there's been some comments on that. There's been a lot of misinformation, whether it's intention, uh, intentional or not. I don't know. I don't um, I don't really pay attention to those avenues, but I think it's really important that our members um, really know what's under, you know, what's going on. And so that's why there's been a lot of communication and we're going to continue to do that uh, because uh, again, uh, that is our job here is to make sure that we're giving you the information you need. Well, that's one of the reasons why we wanted to have you on Scott is to just have another conversation about this. Triangle has been great with they've, we've released a blog about it. We've been sending emails about it. So this is just another way to get this information out. So again, thank you for, you know, taking time out of your day to talk about this, to just help reassure members who might be a little concerned for, you know, who knows what reasons, maybe they're getting their information from the sources that, you know, aren't as reliable. So it's um, definitely a good thing to have these conversations. Yeah. And I appreciate you guys pulling this together. So mm -hmm. nice job. Thank you. Yeah, I, Before we, before we sign off, I do want to give some uh, resources that uh, Scott, you just alluded to. Uh, the blog is actually on trianglenuniversity.org. Um, and if you open it up, the blog is entitled important information uh, for our members. It talks about uh, some of the points that Scott brought up today, as well as the NCUA um, depository insurance of $250,000 per uh, per depositor. Um, there's more resources on the blog. There's NCUA share insurance brochure. Um, there's another brochure about how the accounts are federally insured, both in English and Spanish. And then also there's more information about uh, your insured funds, again, both in English and Spanish. So um, I'm sure that Liz, you'll probably be having, you'll have these links available mm -hmm. um, in the podcast. So yep. in the show yeah. notes. Excellent. Oh. Great. Yeah. All right. Again, thank you so much, Scott. We really appreciate um, your time and, and your um, sincere interest and, you know, genuine uh, concern about, how our members are responding to this. Um, so we, we really appreciate that. Glad to do it. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. That wraps up this episode of the Making Money Personal Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's show, we would love to hear from you. Email your thoughts about this show or any other ideas at tcupodcast at trianglecu.org. Thank you to all of our subscribers. And if you haven't yet, please hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss out on any new episodes or money tips. Thank you for listening and have a great day.